Welcome back to the square. I am your host, Curtis the Fifth. And I'm Curtis the Fourth. We are a quarter of the way through the season, kind of wonking out 17 games. But we're four weeks in. Everything is in the books for week four. Had a very fun week. Uh, we both went 11 and 5, uh, got there in different ways, but uh, <laughs> we'll get to that in a little bit here. But yeah, fun week. We're going to dive in uh, like we always do. We're going to recap week four, look at some news headlines, stuff like that, um, head into our power rankings and make our game picks for week five. So starting off with week four, recapping that, getting all that fun stuff out of the way here. Um, Yeah, we had some fun games and we are going to start with... What is it going to be? Bears, Bears, Lions, twenty four fourteen Sunday. Bears look better. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Still a little bit of concern, but I mean, they they got the win. It was expected. I mean, nothing out of the ordinary. I don't take uh, the way you're making it sound as well. I'm back. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I'm not taking too much from this. More, nothing more than it was a game they were supposed to win. Uh, um, yeah, they exactly. looked a lot better than Cleveland. Okay, we can have, we can start we can get back into reevaluating the team now. Mm-hmm. You know, on a positive note or moving forward, but uh, they just basically had the right to write the ship from last from week three. So it's the the ship is turned now we got to figure out okay now do we move ahead in week 5 is is yeah. that's i i don't want to put the cart before the horse any further cuz beyond that that is about as much as happened <laughs> bottom line bears needed to win that game and that was it now to be impressive they needed to do nearly pitch a shutout in this yeah. one where you know which they did in the first half i mean they looked really good in the first half my my what i said my concern comes from is specifically the I mean, Akeem Hicks went down in the second half, so took a hit there. They were able to move the ball a little bit more, and then they capitalized on some good field position. Justin Fields had a bad pick in the second half. Like there, There's a lot of things that still need to be worked on. This is what I would have wanted to see, even in a loss. This is what I would have, what I would have wanted to see last week against Cleveland, but... Yeah, this, I mean, like you said, there's not, we're not going to, to write home about anything. David Montgomery looked fantastic in the game, but uh, now he's out with a knee injury, a knee sprain is what we're calling it. Um, so just glad it's not an ACL tear uh, for my fantasy team. Uh- <laughs> yeah, I, I like to give him the Iron Man, the Iron Man award this year already, just for the fact that he's even going to attempt to come back uh, yeah. as opposed to, you know, you get a lot of one and dones, one injury, refinish, you know. Um, <clears throat> i.e., we didn't get a Saquon Barkley situation. Yeah. So, so that was that. Bears win twenty four fourteen. Solid win. I uh, just want to see them be able to finish a little bit better. Um, and protect the football. Um, that defense got after the football. Got a lot of turnovers. A lot of stupid plays by the Lions for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, but the Bears did what they were supposed to do, and they capitalized off of those plays. So happy to see that trending in the right direction. Uh, but definitely, like I said, a lot of work needs to be done there. Um, a game that really wasn't a game that I think we should talk about on Sunday was Bills absolutely thrashed the Texans forty to zero, as they were supposed to. True, uh, but I did not think they were going to do that. You know, I should have took that line seventeen and a half. That was that was easy work for Josh Allen and the Bills over there. Oh my god. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> Man, I, 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 I have no comeback to that. So, <laughs> yes. Agreed. Uh, I mean, Josh Allen, he, he he killed it in the game. 20 for 29, 248 in, in passing yards and, and two touchdowns. Uh, Devin Singletary had 14 carries for 79 yards. I don't think I've ever seen a stat line where he's got more than 10 carries and not get injured. Um, <laughs> Stefan Diggs, seven receptions for 114 yards, starting to look like his old self here. Um, so yeah, I mean, they, they played an all around fantastic game, had a great pickup with Dawson Knox on my team, changed my team name and everything. And he still got me two touchdowns. So great, great week out of that one. Such a, such a <laughs> novice move. You made. I'm sitting there like I sat on this for a whole week. And I'm like, I tr- no, 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 no let's, let's clarify. It's, it's, I it's did so try to make w- the move last week, I, but the app I, glitched and didn't let me that, make the ad. That's your story. <laughs> no, no one can confirm nor deny that. <laughs> so with that being said, it's like, yeah, it, it's much more impactful when you pick him up the week of. Yeah. Where, well, I, I would have played him last week that. and he still would have been I mean, great. he got a touchdown last week, but I mean, to walk in and he does that, like, yeah, I'm like, dude, <laughs> been on this block for a whole week now. What were you been? So was I. I just it didn't it didn't come. Th- I was I was a hundred percent on that he was one. Not allowed on the block. <laughs> I was because I because I was also telling you the week two weeks before I was talking about anybody who has Dawson Knox needs to change their team name to to what I actually ended up changing mine to is the one who knocks. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm in another league and they do a lot of that over there. Yeah. It's like, dude, I think I've changed my team name three times this season. Lame, man. (laughs) You know, focus on winning. How about that? You focus on your team name. You're going to be losers in a minute (laughs) because too many deals, but whatever. But no, I I just. Yeah, okay. Play on words. I get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got it. Got it. Enough fantasy talk. But no, this was a great game by by the Buffalo Bills. They came out and really they they laid the hammer down and, and they they were not going to let any questions come out of this week of wh- who are the Buffalo Bills anymore. They're back on track. They're they're doing what they're supposed to do and this is the team that we thought they were coming into the season. Uh not not that lame duck performance they put up in week 1 against Pittsburgh. Hey, don't, so Don't make no reference to my team names, okay? Stop that. Oh, I forgot. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, let's Those talk about <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about a real game that happened yes. though. Uh Dallas Cowboys 36, Carolina Panthers 28. Both of these teams to me are for real. Yes. Um I was not down on Carolina. I remember I was just yeah. saying I just need to just see some see more work. Now, that did not mean I had to see them win and win. You know, just I just need to keep seeing them play. And even in that loss they still look that man, they're a legit team. Yeah. Like, I mean, my goodness. Like, I didn't expect them to make this kind of jump, you know, led by Sam Darnold. I, mean, I can't say enough about who is this guy. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm sorry, NFL. Y'all have never seen this player play, just like I've never seen. This is the first time we got to see this version of Sam Darnold. I mean, like, and this is light years from what was going on in um New York. So I mean, four total touchdowns for him, but I think mm-hmm. the the biggest thing is that he has to clean up those interceptions for sure to n- not put his team in sticky situations, especially against an offense like Dallas right now. But defensively, I mean, they got kind of carved up, but still looked pretty impressive, in my opinion, against a, an offense like this to be able to, to, to keep them under 40 points, I think, is, is, is one thing, but also... I mean, a lot of these points were scored off of Sam Darnold's uh, turnovers there, but it's neither here nor there. Both both sides of the ball on both teams look really good. And, I, again, another sneaky, sneaky good performance from Dallas's defense to, to really cement them as they, they are a solid team 
uh, all around that is going to be uh, in contention. This is going to be a, a team. Got to correct myself from from the preseason uh, uh, preview shows. This team is going to the playoffs. I'm saying it four weeks in. This team is solid. This team all around is playing fan- great football right now. Absolutely. Um, I think I was a little higher on Dallas going into the yeah. season, but you had them at number two, which is fine. I'm just saying I had a little more optimism based on which was was the offense, but that defense from last year was just so abysmal. Right, and we didn't know. No one really knew how much of a um, improvement that they made coming into this year. So I mean, you, you know, got to side with you know with with, with, with caution here and just like. Uh, until the defense shows me something, I can't I can't take this team seriously. And then we had week one and yep. <clears throat> I mean like put out a damn good showing against the defending champs. So did and, the same thing in week two against the against the Chargers helped them going, to seventeen right. points. It was not an anomaly. It's yeah. just like okay, they actually improved their defense where it's at least, you know, com- it, it is comparable to to the point of where they can compete. You know, they're not necessarily gonna shut you down as you can see they thirty six twenty eight, but they offense again, which you know is is man might be a top five offense in the, in the league this, in, the, in uh, this year from mm-hmm. what I'm seeing. Um, arguably, it, it definitely a top ten, and oh, it, yeah. and it shows. Uh, um, <clears throat> but from I mean, but as you're seeing within this Carolina, a, a, a hot red hot Carolina team coming in three and zero, and Dallas was able to stifle them. You know, um, had a big third quarter and. Yeah, that Which third you, quarter is what got away from Carolina. They exactly. just couldn't do anything, and it just and didn't didn't get themselves enough time in the fourth quarter yeah. to be able to put it they, away. They put on a fantastic performance in the fourth quarter. They they, they outscored uh, Dallas fourteen to three in the fourth quarter to try to make a comeback yeah, there. And I, yeah, Darno gonna... and DJ Moore just decided it's just gonna be me or me. You know, <laughs> look, look, it's us, it's nobody. You know, so you know, was that you know, so you had that Darno, you know, Moore show going yeah. on, but. Still came up seven points short. I'm like, you got well, eight points short. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was a one possession game. New math. New math. (laughs) So, um, yeah, one possession game. Just again, yeah, just came out a little flat in that in the beginning of the second half, and it came back to bite them at the end. But I take nothing away from uh, Carolina. Carolina is that is legit. I know we kind of was going back and forth on this. I'm like, ah, man, yeah, I have to put them in a playoff. Playoff contender contention at this point, like, yeah, they're damn impressive. So, yeah. unfor- it was just one of them games where it's unfortunately somebody had to lose because I didn't want to see the team lose. They they're both two teams that's coming from struggling past and you know looking to rebound their seasons, and then they hit a collision course in week four, and here we are. But yeah. at the end of the day, Dallas, you know, and the billion dollar playpen decided, you know what, <laughs> we can close it out. Yeah, we we need to take this. We need this a little bit more than you. So yeah. So, I mean, it, it was a good game, but from both sides, I just like seeing everything from all both both sides of the ball from from both of these teams. Uh, Sam Darnold is looking good. Clean up the turnovers, and they'll be just fine. Dallas, continue doing what you're doing. Uh, feed off of Trayvon Diggs in that defense, and and continue to put up the points you do. You're gonna win a lot of games. So uh. this has to be arguably arguably the most of week for week four one of uh, the, the most um. This had to be the most balanced offensive attack that I've seen statistically. Oh yes, thirty rush carries. I'm 
You never, <laughs> unless you're just, you know, your name's Derrick Henry. You never hear about a team <laughs> rushing for 30 times. He has nothing else, and we'll get to them in a no, second. No, 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 no. But <laughs> 30 rush yards, which allows Dak to only have to throw 22 times and only and do for under 200 yards, but still got four touchdowns. That mm-hmm. is That's efficiency, efficiency personified. <laughs> you know, like we just short burst packages and and still come out with 36 points hold a team to 28 i mean carolina's no slouch yeah. and one of the best well played executed games i think statistically and i'll say season. one thing uh just to wrap things up with carolina yeah. in this game as a whole i think people need to stop underrating sam darnold I I know he's kind of having this breakout season here, but he's not just a thrower of the ball. I know he threw it almost 40 times in this game for 300 yards and two touchdowns and two interceptions, but he can run. I mean, the two rushing touchdowns, when he gets in the run, I think he's leading the NFL in rushing touchdowns this season right now. I mean, six for 35 for two. Oh, my God. I didn't even realize he did that. Yeah. This dude is not – he's no slouch. He's kind of – he's – He's definitely better, especially in the passing game and decision makings, but kind of how people are like sneaky. Daniel Jones is a really good runner. He's really athletic. Sam Darnold's the same, but he's also able to lead a team and throw the ball. And we'll get to the Giants so in a I'll second as well. So I'll say it's fair to say, make a comparison of his run game is like Daniel Jones. His emergence in this past game, I'm going to say, reminds me of Ryan Tannehill. Going over to Tennessee, you know, making that jump. Just to putting the two scenarios together, that's yeah. what I'm seeing. I mean, he, I think he has the the arm talent of a Ryan Tannehill, but I think he has a better head than Ryan Tannehill does. I think he has way more confidence than Tannehill does, and I and I think that confidence just kind of takes his talent and takes it to that next level, if you will, uh, with Sam Darnold. And, and this is – I'm high on Sam Darnold. I think Carolina's going to go places this season. So let's move on before I go on a rant. Yep, um, yep, yep. The Colts get their first win. I don't want to get into this one too much. 27-17. Wasn't really that thrilling of a game. Kind of a, kind of a slugfest, if you will. Um, snooze fest as well. But uh, 27-17. They get their first win of the season. They get that monkey off their back. And Carson Wentz looked pretty good. 24 for 32, 228, and two touchdowns. And then also, Jonathan Taylor finally has a, a, a solid game this week. 16 carries, 103 yards, and a touchdown as well. So. And he did that against a very quiet, not looked at, kind of underrated defense yeah. in Miami. So I, I definitely was impressed with it for various for various reasons. But yeah. <laughs> finally cashed in on that. But yeah. For all got, of you who don't get that, he has Jonathan Taylor on his fantasy team. Yeah, and still, <laughs> and still received L, nevertheless. Yeah. So uh, go figure that. Fantasy for you. Yeah. Moving on. Um, but happens. yeah, 16 for, man, 103, a touchdown. Um, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't he in contention for getting the second one in that game at some point? I think he was close to. This one I kind of ignored for the most part because I've i got Miami, some Indianapolis burnout right now. Right. Uh, but um, he also, he, he played, this was a quiet game for him from, from the receiving game, though, which is a little bit concerning when I, he got three carries or three three uh, receptions for eleven yards. Um, when he was pretty balanced, uh, the week before and in previous weeks this season, mm-hmm. um, want to see a little bit more balance out of him. Uh, be able to do more. Uh, in the past game as well, but um, there's not too much more to say about this game. Um, the game that I was kind of disappointed in 
Browns go over to Minnesota. This was the first one that you got right that I didn't. Um, Minnesota. A revenge there for the yeah. Minnesota game. <laughs> yeah, 14 to 7. Browns get the win on the road. But I'm a bit disappointed in the Browns in this game. I mean, even though I took Minnesota to win the game, I expected the Browns offense to 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 translate uh a little bit better uh over here in, in Minnesota. Um Nick Chubb obviously 21 carries for 100 yards, very solid. Uh don't even have the the box score up to see what Kareem Hunt did. 14 for 69 in a touch. Yeah. So, I mean, that run game is moving pretty well. But Baker Mayfield and Odell Beckham's connection is really starting to concern me. Um, and this is, I think, the concern a lot of people have going into the season when it comes to um, uh, Cleveland's offense. Uh, how is what is What do you see out of Cleveland that they have an issue getting the ball from Baker Mayfield's hands to, to, to Odell's hands? Um, I don't know if it's just pass protection. I mean, where, you know, he keeps, you know, he's scrambling out of the pocket and he's throwing on the run. Um, from what I was saying from last week's game. Just, yeah. But again, I will, let me preface this before I finish answering that question. Minnesota is not an easy out. No, they're not. And, and there was, and they were in Minnesota. So we got, a, we got kind of a, a um, throwback defensive battle here that you used you see back in the day for and, sure but one touchdown but, 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 let, but let me but now <laughs> let me answer the question but <clears throat> it's something i'm saying pass protection it just seems to me that baker needs maybe another second or two before because what's happening he's reacting really quickly and he's you know almost borderline happy feet he's gone you know he's taking off he's you know he just doesn't seem comfortable in the pocket um he's not getting the space or, or the time, I guess, or for uh, or Odell's not getting the time to get open. But in the fairness, we haven't seen Odell and Landry together at all. So I, and that is the other thing. Landry's not the on the thing. field um, as it is right now with his injury. But it's just it's disappointing to see Odell get kind of beat a, a DB down the field, and then it's just a bad misplaced ball where it's just nobody can get it. Which is one thing because. A couple of years ago, when he was under um, the old coup—I can't remember his name—Freddie uh, Kitchens, um, when that that was first year of Odell Beckham over here, and he's throwing the ball to him, and those 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 missed balls to Odell would turn into interceptions and in, into the ball going the other way, um, in in points on the on the board against them. Now they're turning into just incompletions live to see another down type plays. And it's just like, come on. It, it, it gets to it at a point. It gets a little bit frustrating to know like the talent that Baker Mayfield has when Odell's not there and the talent that Odell clearly has f from his entire career. And then to see those two come together and just really just never be able to be on the same page. It, it's tough. But it, like you said, Jarvis Landry isn't there either. No, and and I mean, and, and now we got the you know we can see clearly there's an indictment now we need to put out on the the their receiving core that number yeah. three to six whoever not, non-existent not working out. I mean, Rashad Higgins. The only reason why he was, I believe, he was the leading receiver is because Odell took so much attention yeah, there away. No, <laughs> there was nowhere else to throw. Yeah, he had, someone had to catch the ball at some point, and he got seven targets. Probably, you know, put him and Landry in the game, like Odell and Landry. Rashad Higgins might not see more than three targets possibly in the game. So it's yeah. – he had a solid game. It would have been nice if he had a touchdown. But 
taking the context, yeah, it was just Odell by himself. And I mean, granted, any defense can just double, you know, you know, put a, put a nice you. zone yeah. around him and just watching, you know, and just you know, just just watch him the whole game, and just keep you know and make them do under you know a lot of underthrows where, yeah, I mean, he one, two, three, four, five, six, nine different receivers, you know, really, but. Two targets here, two, four targets there, two targets there, or target here. It just yeah, it's tough. Yeah, he, it was a rough night. It was a rough, rough afternoon for, for, <laughs> yeah. for to say the least. But to answer that, I don't know because I'm of the opinion, and I don't want to. I don't want to spend a lot of time on this. That just Baker and Odell still. I know you said in their first year, but I'm saying this as a whole. They just do not have the chemistry. I yeah. just I don't see it. It just they don't seem to because when Landry's out there. Odell, I mean, um, Baker has no problem. And Landry is not that demanded, give it to me, get the ball to me type of guy. He just, if you throw it to him, he efficiently just catches it. <laughs> and, you know, mm-hmm. he's a chain mover, you know, and that's fine. But I don't know if this is, I just don't know if Odell and him have the right type of chemistry. I'm not saying that they don't. It's just up until this point, it's in question. Fair. Uh, yeah, I, I just I, you would lo- love to see the talent come together and actually produce on the field together. That, that I think that's what's most frustrating about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's move on. Um, you know, like I said, Browns win this game fourteen to seven on the road. They're three and one, tied for first place in the North. So uh, all is not lost there. Um, <laughs> what is all lost is the Titans' hope for a playoff run. They lose to the freaking Jets. 27 to 24 in overtime. What the hell was that? Uh, come on. <laughs> I don't want to say the biggest upset. Even it was an upset. But this has to be the biggest choke job of, of, of the week right here <laughs> for a team of that kind of contention. And for now, I'm going to have to suspend my conversations about Tennessee being that. The whole and, AFC South is a, is a. I just, I can't, oh I can't in good faith. And. It was like, yeah, for the, from a Jets perspective, the Jets was handing it to him the whole game, and then Tennessee wanted to try to come on like game busters at the end, and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, so you now you want to wake up, but then the Jets shows a resolve and hold on, and actually took the very, very impressive, by the way. <laughs> but from the Tennessee standpoint, you, the hell was that? Thank you. <laughs> you ought to be ashamed of yourselves. And like, as the fact we can, I can look. You'll see it in the power rankings. I know I, I didn't give them to you yet. Oh, no. you're gonna see. Oh, they got the biggest drop. So, okay, there's no bad. way. This is bad. Yeah, it's no <laughs> way. You go on the road. I don't understand. You go on the road to New York, <laughs> yeah, to the Jets, and, and lose like this. You know, like, are you serious? Not only did you lose the game, I mean, you basically. I mean, they were they were sitting there with you toe to toe the entire game. Like you couldn't get you couldn't shake the Jets. And correct me if I'm wrong. The Jets did take the lead at one point, didn't they? Didn't it be like in the fourth yeah, quarter? Yeah, in the fourth quarter they were yeah. up, and and Tennessee had to come back. That's to what win I. This that's game. the way I thought. I remembered it. And, and, that's a win. Sorry to to push this into overtime. Let me to correct put it that. to yeah. over exactly. Which and then you couldn't capitalize out because at that point I'm like, okay, you got your scare. You're gonna yeah. come back. Go ahead and close it out. You take your little lumps. We'll talk about it. We'll move on. But yeah. you got the dub. No, you give up the. <laughs> You make the Jets look like they that team, you yeah. know, like like you ought to be ashamed of yourself. And, the, and I guess the worst part about this is that this game went on for so long that it cut into the midday games. 
that I people remember. weren't able to watch the the. I there was another that. game it was that like was a on. whole another hour, man. Yeah. I'm like, what is up with this? this that the last period, that overtime period took so long. Then they run it all. They almost ran it all the way. They almost ran the clock out. Yeah, yeah it's just like, oh my god, that's my <laughs> point. At no point, even given almost a, a fifth quarter, they just could not get it going, and they just did. Look, Derrick Henry had it, but the rest of that offense and um, and definitely that defense, non-existent. This is what I say again. I, I, it does not matter if you're in overtime or not. You cannot have Ryan Tannehill throwing for almost fifty attempts a game. It is just not going to. That is not a winning formula. And it, and I know, it, and it's tough because you have Derrick Henry there who who rushed for thirty three times. And that's what I'm trying. And I'm to like, say, Gee, are you kidding? Numbers, but then you also you still lose. <laughs> yeah. that's ridiculous. That's fit. That's eight. <laughs> 82 plays. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh my goodness. It when you see volume like that, that usually is I mean almost it's almost guaranteed is correlated with a W. You know, when yeah. you when it's at the, when it's like that. <laughs> That's all I have to say. I can't I can't go any further. It was a horrible, horribly executed um offense. Tennessee came in the season as, as a playoff a, a playoff team who is going to be a, a tough out who who is going to actually give fits to to the top part of this AFC um, standings here. To me, this game right here, fraudulent, 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 fraudulent is all I can say because this is this, you cannot lose to a Jets team who has been reeling. And and when I say reeling, this team is like they have no direction based off of the way that they played for the first three weeks of the season. Jets, you shouldn't be happy about this this win at all um because there were still some things from from your side that need definitely need cleaning up uh but hey zach wilson you only threw for one interception not four today so that's that's all that's that's always a positive moving that 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 ratio back in the right direction <laughs> right. um and you guys scored and and that is a positive and this is a young team and but these are the types of games you expect from the jets just scrappy really sloppy it just it doesn't look pretty and hey maybe we end up with the win maybe we don't tennessee you're supposed to be a team that's going to be competing against kansas city and and in cleveland in in uh, indianapolis like we've uh, seen in that bu- <laughs> in that um buffalo game you yeah. would have thought we would have seen something like okay 24 3 you yeah. know 27 you know 10 whoa you lose in overtime 27 24 are you serious this yeah, this was not an okay loss for this team to have, uh, especially in this fashion. No, um, and so. they're completely trending down, and I'm souring on them because yeah. I remember I kept saying it like them in Arizona. They just ones you just don't know how to put your finger on it. To, yep. uh, and, yeah, this I am souring on Tennessee as we go. I'm not saying I'm completely out, but a, a loss like this has gotten my attention to pay attention to this train wreck because. Yeah. That's what it is. I'm starting to see pretenders, not contenders right now. Yes. Um, let's talk about a team that definitely is moving back in the right direction after this win. 42-30 to 30 Chiefs win on the road against the, the, the Philadelphia Eagles. Solid win. Back <sighs> yeah. in the win column. Patrick you know, Mahomes, five touchdowns. Yeah, when you say solid win, you know, like, yeah, for them. <laughs> well, but, I mean, I, I mean, again, I'm, Eagles aren't a slouch either. I mean, this is a team that that's going to be very tough to play every week. That's and in the first half was definitely a slog for 
for, for the Chiefs. They they really had a fight to get that that lead there. Uh, but then third quarter happens. The Chiefs get a touchdown. Eagles are only able to put up a field goal, and then they get down early in the fourth quarter with a couple of turnovers and 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 giving the ball back to to. Uh, to the Chiefs and, and just bad plays in certain situations that, that move them back, bad penalties, kind of shooting yourself in the foot is kind of what the Eagles did at the beginning of the fourth quarter. And they tried to stay in it, uh, but the Chiefs just capitalized off of those mistakes and, and, mm. and exactly what they were supposed to do. Andy Reid gets his 100th win for his second for, uh, on, a, on a second franchise, first head coach to ever do that. So a uh, nice little record for him to have, and it's going to be hard to be, to be broken for sure. Um, but, yeah, the Chiefs did like I said, they shouldn't have panicked after the two losses. Uh they their defense definitely has some holes in it, but they they I think that defense is going to start uh getting a little bit better bringing down these points against a little bit more every week, uh especially depending on who they're going against. Uh and their this offense is going to continuously score points. You don't have to worry about that. Uh the defense just needs to continue to get better from week to week and they'll be just fine. I I don't have any issues saying that the Chiefs are Super Bowl contenders, uh n- even at, as they're in last place of the division in, in two and two. I have no no problem with it. <laughs> Not at all. And I I'm going to continue to re- you know, continue to keep um repeating this. But man, that these first seven weeks on their schedule is just yeah. This is about this is probably about the easiest match of the first seven weeks anyway. But with that being said, look at what the score was. Yeah, Philadelphia is not an easy out. So and I mean, and this was that that, that final score is closer than what it actually was based off of the beginning of that fourth quarter. Kansas City put them away, and garbage time happens, and 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 they get a couple of scores. Right. Um. So, yeah. But uh, game of the week. Cardinals get a win stay 4-0 the only undefeated team left in the NFL they get the win in in SoFi against the Rams uh in 37 to 20 man this is this is this team is for real they are um I think we we were we had a little reservation going into the season Mm -hmm. but about them because but I always kept giving this disclaimer a lot of this I'm I'm like how we were doing overrated and underrated. Yeah. But my issue is with division they're playing. Yep. And uh well, Arizona has taken care of have have, have answered the call on this one. Yes, so they and they're like, uh what 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 issue with the division? We we're leading it. <laughs> what so, division? Exactly. Who that? I mean, our division, <laughs> you know, the one we lead. You know, yeah. I mean they lead the entire NFL right now. So I mean And that's I, completely statement game because yeah. everything previous week before was the Rams because the Rams beat the defending champ. And with that being said, I do think we did witness some some Rams uh, hangover from the previous week. Uh, Obviously, because so oh my God, yeah. we're just celebrating they, they, they power <laughs> rankings and all this. And I'm like, what's going on? Like, man, we look what we did, you know, type of thing. And that was, which was fine. However, I mean, like you do have a divisional rival coming up, and then yeah. that's how to be Arizona. I think I said this was. to you over the phone. This this Cardinals Rams game was kind of a reverse trap game for the for the Rams here. Yeah, <laughs> I guess I, and I, it makes sense now. Yeah, watching this because yeah, you got to go play against the, the the defending Super Bowl champions and go out there and beat them and beat them handedly at that, and then. You spend all that effort on that, and you turn right around, and then you get handedly beat by a division opponent that knows you well, 
that definitely has been, hey, we're a little brother to you for, for quite some time, comes in and just kind of kicks him right in the mouth and, and really makes him, makes him pay for... Yeah. Yeah, it's just, yeah. At home. Yeah, you couldn't make a mistake in this game, and they made too many, and the Ram, the, sorry, the, the Cardinals capitalized, and, and they ran away with it. Kyler Murray looks, he has now overtaken Patrick Mahomes for MVP frontrunner right now, um, hmm. and that's way too early. We won't even start talking about that until the midway point you of the year. they be talking <laughs> this stuff after week one. They do it week to week like it's ridiculous. But go, yeah, go ahead. Uh, But, yeah, so, but... I will say I, I am expecting a different Rams team to come out next week. Um, it, I feel sorry for the Seahawks, and we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, but, yeah, th- that that was a tough game. That was a tough little uh, slog for the Rams. But, uh, like you said, a statement win from the Cardinals there to to be the now the only undefeated team left in the NFL. And doesn't look like there's going to be too many teams that can even put up a fight against them, uh, in, in all honesty, because that defense – is sorely underrated and that that this is one of the most balanced offenses in the league right now uh, they can run the ball their last two weeks my fantasy team knows that they're just not even looking deandre hopkins way and they still are scoring points left and right because they've got guys like aj green um and, and rondale moore and james connor and chase edmonds and, and kyler murray can run it himself like it, it just doesn't even matter where they want to go with the ball they can they can put the ball in spots wherever they want um so and because it's so balanced deandre hopkins technically did not have a bad game last no, week he didn't, I, mean, I know he was i'll take the five the points four but yeah <laughs> four for 67 and seven targets i'm like that's any and I think the thing, yeah, that. the thing that I I was happy to see from from DeAndre Hopkins is the uh, the drops went down. I think he he was fifty percent on passes that he was targeted to uh in in last week this week four for seven I think it was so he definitely uh, has been picking it up. I just need to see him continue to uh, increase that mark. Um, yeah. And because I mean, he from what we know, DeAndre Hopkins has the best hands in the league. Like he, he just does not drop passive. It hits his hands. It's coming down. So yeah. that's that. Uh, another divisional game happened as well, though. And the road team won again. Seahawks go into San Francisco and get a win. 28-21 in that midday window. Uh, Russell Wilson looked good. Jimmy Garoppolo gets injured as that is a theme <sighs> now. Uh, Trey Sermon actually looked fairly, fairly good in this game, especially in the second half. Um, and we got some questions about Trey Lance. So, um, across the board, this was just an interesting game. Um, we didn't really get to see too much of it in Minnesota. Had to watch it on, uh, game day live. Um, didn't really get to see anything but the highlights. So I watched it on game day, not live. No, (laughs) but I mean, 28, 21 Seahawks. I mean, I want to say that this team is kind of getting themselves back into it, but even with this, this second half was just like, ugh, I'm still not sold on on Seattle this year. No, and I'm I'm just gonna start and end it right at Russell Wilson's stat line. Sixteen for twenty three, hundred and forty nine yards. I mean, yeah, you got the victory, but just the inefficiencies. Of I think DK Metcalf went down in this game too. I, I get it, but it really it really affected the offense. Yeah, and. We already already know that they got an offensive offensive line issue, Russell running Wilson backs is, issue. Right. I think Rashad Penny's on IR. He's, when did he come off? You know, type of you hey, know, he I mean, was there week one. That's all I'm gonna say. Like I said, when did he ever come <laughs> off? Yeah. You know, the Chris Carson. I, I'm not sure what happened or what was happening, or maybe nothing was happening. It just 
I think he's injured too. I believe so. That's what I'm like. I'm not exactly sure what the what the clearest. Which is nothing new with their running backs, but that on top of DK going down, right? And now all you got is Tyler Lockett and the the new more. No, 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 no. He oh Eskridge, Eskridge. It's Freddie Swain. Yeah, Freddie Swain, and then Will Disley again. (laughs) Yeah, it's not looking pretty. Uh, Which because um yeah because Everett is out with COVID. Oh my God, they are so much going on here in Seattle right now. So, Jesus. And, and I mean, and now we're 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 lo- we're leaning on you know Travis Homer's and Alex Collins. I, I didn't even know Alex Collins was still in the league. Like, dude, not pretty. Where have you been? And yeah, and Alex Collins led the with number two in receiving. And how did he out receive Lockett? And it just my point well, of me Metcalf sharing all down, this. You, you have to do is bracket Tyler Lockett and just right. treat him like he's Tyreek Hill. And in saying all of this. The 49ers lost. They yeah. didn't win. I'm like. Well, because they lost Jimmy Garoppolo. They, they don't have the dude that just wins games. Like, I mean, it doesn't matter what he does. Right, right. <laughs> but he started. They, they should have had. I don't know. I don't know. This, this is a weird game. Yeah. I mean, but when you. Another one of these AFC West division rival, rivalry games. And like. And I think we got back to back upsets. In, that, in both cases, the road teams won when they wasn't supposed to. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, this is an interesting week. A very interesting week. And but I'm gonna say quality win. Take the word quality back. Impressive win. <laughs> it was impressive that they won <laughs> for Seattle. It's just the fact that they were able to get on come on the road and actually take this game back. Um after, you know, the week before when they kind of, you know, taking it on the chin last week. Yeah. But, um so I kudos to Seattle. Um San Francisco, I get it. You know, Clark, Clark, Clark can't win down again. So, <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, no, I get, I, get, I, I understood the reference. Most people were like, "Who are you talking about? Like, look at the man. Look like a freaking model." Man. Yeah, no, I got you, Jimmy GQ. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but, um, Forty Niners, and I, I think this we we were referenced to this back weeks ago. That this division is just going to just pound on each other. Yeah. And we, I think we had a lot of what. Um, a lot of three and three records. Yeah. You know, I, I think everybody I had occasional three and three. four and twos, or yeah. maybe one or two five and ones in the whole league. But I mean, like this one was like, yeah, three and three, three and three, <laughs> three. I, I can't, but what's was shocking me more so is they're winning on the road. They're winning on the road. Thank yeah. you. So now it's like, hmm, y'all face <laughs> each other the second time. I wonder how, it's going to be very interesting to see these on the flip. So, yeah. Um, I mean, whoever comes out of the AFC West at the end of this, you, you earned you earned your play. Oh, spot. God, yeah. Um. Yeah. Wherever you in, they should just award you one spot higher, just <laughs> just because. I mean, just for your like, look, you, you your, had to your, deal your, with that. Your strength of schedule was <laughs> insane. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I mean, they showed me we should be. I'm just saying. I I think they the NCAA nailed that in that element, but they Fair. need to translate that over to the. They NCAA still need to get rid of the group. committee, but that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah. Um. Let's talk about one last game, and sure. it's the game that everybody wanted to talk about going into Sunday. Bucks on the road, taking on the Patriots. Tom Brady back in his old stomping grounds for twenty plus years. And uh, yeah, the Bucks came out, got the win, but it was not pretty by any means. No, no, and 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 the Patriots was capturing the hearts and and and, <laughs> and, and, and the imagination of all of us. 
Tom Brady haters, non Tom Brady haters, non non Tom Brady enthusiasts, yeah. you know, or, or just people who are just sick of hearing the same narrative with this guy over and over <laughs> and over again. And then of course it was personified when he had to go back to Foxborough. Yeah. So it's I was the fact that New England came out like and showed that they had life gave me a whole different perspective when I watched the game. We say that, but even with <sighs> I am thoroughly unimpressed with New England. Take this this one game sample size. I know. I <laughs> just I'm saying a bill a bill. You a lost bill, to Miami. A Come on. <laughs> you seen New England's team. And the they, the other win that they have is to the Jets. So I'm just like I'm not New England's team. That's all I'm saying. I, I get you. You you know what? You make a strong point. Any given Sunday, I'm going to take this Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> take this one out of it. <laughs> Just take this one game, one game sample size. They, they did, came out and they showed They looked life. impressive in this game. Yes. I will say that. It, it, I, it seemed like Mac Jones, the way he played in this game, he, he was – he almost, I mean, if he would have came out and led that last drive to get a touchdown or or just get a little bit closer to make that 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 field goal more possible for Nick Folk and take a little bit more time off the clock, that would have been vintage Tom Brady and like, oh, there's those are the parallels. And, but then again, I don't want to see that storyline come out anymore because mm-hmm. Mac Jones is clearly not Tom Brady, to, in my opinion. Right. Um, but he did look good for what he is as a rookie to come out there and play in such a high stakes game with all of that pressure that's on him. Mm-hmm. They, they looked really, really good in that light. Yes. Outside of that, only putting up 17 points against a, 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 a an offense or sorry, a defense rather in the bucks that lost a lot of their DBs. They have like the only DB they have has been there for, for less than a week in Richard Sherman. Right. And so what are, like how are you not able to capitalize Bill Belichick, uh, uh Josh McDaniels, how are you not capitalizing on the fact that they don't have DBs to stop your your receiving game? Well, unfortunately, they don't answer have one. to that. <laughs> that uh, New England don't have receivers who actually again, really catch the ball. Again, and this is what I was saying going into the season when they decided to go after Hunter Henry and Jonu Smith. I was like, "Okay, why aren't you guys going after Kenny Galladay? Why aren't you going after Juju Smith? Uh, like, what? Where? Why are you getting receivers, guys on the outside who can really bust open plays? This dink and dunk stuff is not going to work against good defenses, and it didn't. And that's where you take the sample size, and you're looking at this team. Yes, you looked impressive. Thirty-one for forty for Mac Jones, two seventy-five, two touchdowns. See that average though? That is. Yeah, intriguing. your your yards uh, per per attempt is horrible. What is it at? 6.9. And that's him dinking and dunking. But I understand it from the tight end standpoint. But those wideouts? Jacoby Myers, what happened where to are you the number Nelson two? Aguilar. Right. Where's the number two and the number one guy that you... You got your three and your four guy, but where's... You know what I'm saying? They, you you, you, they have no in. number they're one. pieces. Yeah. Right. But they're not supposed to be the man. It's, it's almost like what you've seen in Detroit. Not changing the subject. But you've yeah. seen the exact same thing. They just kind of, you know... Let's just go bottom basement shopping here. You but know? even so, but then the other thing is that even when you are going to bring in these two two uh, tight ends and you and you're playing these two tight end sets, okay, that would lend me to believe, okay, we're going to go on a tight end heavy packages and we're going to continue to throw them. They're going to be our number one receivers. No, Henry Hunter Henry was the number five wide receiver in this game, right. and Johnu Smith was seven. Yeah. Like, come on, like that's not enough. And that's that, especially and that, for the prices that you pay for. And now my question is, 
were these guys brought in for Cam or were they brought in for Mac Jones? You know, literally, I really have that because it seemed like you could see it now. It's something. It's a disconnect. I'm like, I, you have two solid tight ends, and you don't even you. They're not even being. You know what's concerning correctly. is that I think that he they were brought in for Mac Jones. Really. Yes, because I don't think because tight end does, tight end play doesn't lend well to Cam Newton's play style. He runs the play because I think that also these aren't really blocking tight ends to me. No, not and at all. so when you if you're going to say that you're going to use them for uh, Cam Newton, I would I would believe that if you brought in a guy that's in the same model as a George Kittle, like a dude that can truly block that that, right. that can really move a move a D lineman if he really needs to and set that edge right. for. Cam Newton to do the sprint out plays or or the the, the zone reads and, and whatnot like he can really make sure that he can he, he can he can thrive within that but it, these these are tight ends that are catching tight ends that are kind of elusive they're not necessarily vertical threats they're really kind of like possession tight ends to make sure that they don't uh they're fail safe tight ends let me let me be very and and, and also comma <clears throat> they're red zone tight ends that's what they are. That's the word I was looking for. Um, but yeah, and but you have no other receivers to get you in the red zone. That's the other issue. So no, Myers, Bourne, Aguilar, at best, at best, on a good week, mid-range wide receiver number twos. Yeah. That, uh, and like you, you know what kind of throws me off is that they even tried it out to kill Harry in this game. One reception for 10 yards. I, I, for I a dude that's his name in the stat line. I'm like, oh, he's back. <laughs> Like, I mean, he's back, like, in the NFL. Like, why has he even still, let alone on this team? It's like, this dude has not shown anything yeah. since he's been in the league. So, with that, 1917, very close matchup. I'm just a little disappointed because New England. Man, so close. <laughs> so close. It was literally, a, you move that up a yard, make it a 55-yard field goal instead of 56, that goes through. Yeah. <laughs> And just, I mean, it would just be just to just. And I w- the even, weather definitely played just a, a, even a, score a role card in this game for, for for Belichick, just so I don't have to just hear the ongoing Brady pageantry all freaking year long. Like, yeah. dude, we get it, but let's be real clear: he's on a super team, and he's part of it. And this super team is very vulnerable. They find, right. they they've got kryptonite on them right now. Right, and they keep <laughs> just like on oh, no, the heroics of. Tom Brady. I mean, you can get it, pick any quarterback now yeah. and put them on this team, and they're going to be successful. I'm not going to say they're going to win the title, yeah. but they will be successful. That's all I want to say.